0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18
1: plus. Mulumendo no mucachibari, no wafia. Mulumendo no
2: you are prophesying, but a woman. You are prophesying, ya I eat a woman. At Mati <tries> uke mbe sansa, no mwanga. Iti shimba, tino ramsungu. Umu kashi wa Ay, ya kumi kongwa. Umu kashi umawine. Ay. At the Gona, we lay, and I attended. At the Gona, we lay, and I attended. But you never play a thing, you are caching. But you never play a thing, you are I am a mupapi, I did it, I put Umukashi, I did it,
3: Hello, Zambia Block Talk Radio family around the world. Good morning from Dallas, Texas. Good afternoon, Europe. Hello, Zambia. Hey, the Western Pacific. It's good to have everybody on the show today. It's June the 22nd, the 22nd of June. Good morning from and welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Uh, Matilda. What did we learn in geography about June the 21st or 20-whatever, uh, about, um, what do you call it, is it, equinox or what? Can you remember? Good morning.
0: Good day. Good morning. Good morning. And, you know, our geography lesson gave us two days, 21 and mm-hmm. 22nd. That okay. Today is the first day of summer, and mm-hmm. uh, this time is equinox is in March. This time the, is the sun is, yes,
4: this mm-hmm. time the
0: sun is up at the Tropic of Cancer. Cancer, Capricorn. Yeah, that's <laughs> my sister. I don't know if I'm going to see it. I don't know if i to see it. It's my sister.
3: Just remember that the shorter word is on top of the longer word, Capricorn, at the yes. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good morning, Nathan.
1: Uh, how are you, Matilda? Good morning, good
3: morning, sir. Good morning. Okay, what's a geography lesson about this time of the year? Can you remember? <laughs>
1: uh actually what I remember is June June twenty first, uh I believe yes. it's the longest day of the year. Uh ah. and it is called it's called uh, the summer solstice because yes. it ushers in officially ushers in summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Summer yeah. solstice. And oh. yes, and uh I believe it's uh it's uh, Western zodiac uh, to do with cancer, I think. That's <laughs> why they call it uh, the the cancer <laughs>
0: man. My goodness, really you, <laughs> you
1: you have to go beyond. You have to go beyond notes on the on the blackboard.
3: On the blackboard, Kabidi, <laughs>
1: remember. Remember the I'm teacher would say,
3: reading. read read chapter nine in the which uh, textbook, teacher uh,
1: geography, yeah, <laughs> But but you know you you know something else though. You know something else. Mm. Uh, I don't know who went to beyond this. Uh, you remember the world is uh, divided into hemispheres, right?
4: Northern yes, and
1: yes. Uh, southern.
4: Southern. Yeah. So it's yeah.
1: only it's only summer solstice in the northern hemisphere yes. and it's winter in the southern yes. hemisphere.
0: And I was getting mm. ready to say that until you threw in the
1: zodiac. Ah,
4: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to oh, say okay. in zodiac, winter winter solstice. Then you said oh cancer last night yeah. These people went it. but you know, it okay. Seems The beginning of summer for the northern hemisphere and the beginning of winter Mm. in the southern
3: Southern hemisphere. June Uh starts in. So. (laughs) Yeah, I know it, and uh, I mean, and I understand the the winter in the southern hemisphere is gotten a little bit more severe than it used to be when we were growing up. That's what I'm taught. That it's really getting cold in Zambia.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So anyway, yeah. Uh, the other guys will argue and say, uh, what do you call it? Global warming? Uh, we do not want to go into that. And uh, the the weather has just changed in a, in a drastic way, whichever way you are. Whether you believe in global warming or not, the bottom line is the weather has changed so much. So much.
1: And, anyway. Um, yeah. Weather
3: um,
0: patterns are now unpredictable. There used to be a time when we would know That around this time of the year This is what we expect But like mm-hmm. you said in Zambia it's colder And here it's hotter And while it's hotter here It's also winter in some parts of The northern countries You know, that's, yeah. that's a very Combination
3: Yeah, I know, I know Okay, everybody welcome Like we already said, good morning, good afternoon Good evening, uh, depending on which part of the world You're listening to it's interesting that, you know, doing this, and also we're talking about geography, and also realizing the different time zones that are represented in each part of the world, it's it's an amazing experience. Like, uh, you know, some places like our friend uh, Mr. Sakala in Japan, it's uh, bedtime now. I think it's about, is it 10 p.m. or something like that? Um and uh, in Zambia, they are saying uh, It's uh, the day is just beginning, and uh, they are getting ready for a weekend bash. Or some already started yesterday. Europe is the same, and here is part of the world we are saying good morning. Okay, so everybody, remember, we're getting ready to car to go to Dallas. You are all getting ready to come to me to Dallas in September 13th and 14th. Mhm. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody here. Everybody here. Uh, I have experience. coming. Pardon?
0: When I come to the airport, I want to find some dancers and drummers. I want to see the flags. I don't care if the Angoni dancers, Bemba dancers, Tonga, the Mukishi dancers... I just want
3: No, uh I I, 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 shall, I shall definitely get Tonga dancers. I know my sister, my my association president, she'll help me get that together around here. I don't know mm-hmm. who's going to play the drums though, but uh we, we, we shall get it organized. Okay. So Matilda okay. wants dancers, we shall work on that. Kelvin, what do you want to find when you come to the airport? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want to find uh, happy people, smiling, uh, mm-hmm. good interactions. Yeah, That's okay. Easy.
0: That's an easy request.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm very because simple.
0: They are, anybody at the airport will be smiling, whether they are smiling because they are leaving or they are arriving or their loved ones are here, whatever. That's but an easy that, request. Did,
3: did you hear this man say he's simple and he came up with a very, eh, a, some some very a technical name for his company. Kino kin- what how do you say it? I'm moving. You see I'm cannot oh, mm-hmm. Kino-
1: so, so kin think of uh, no, think of uh, kinetic energy. That's uh that's ah, what there it we came go. About. Uh oh. kinetic energy we you know we are depicting uh, you know strength, energy, mo- motion, movement. So the company mm-hmm. is going to be moving, yes. So okay. it's it's okay. Ki- it's kinetico. kinetical.
3: Kinetic. Okay.
1: okay.
3: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I said, uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. I like it, and I was looking at it, and it's we good to go. We shall hear more details about this as we go along, and even in Dallas when 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 everybody shows up and all. Okay, so Kelvin just wants to find happy people. Uh, Matilda wants uh, traditional dancers. I shall throw that to my sister, my association president, to work on that. <laughs> that is uh, what we're
4: going to do. <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, she's a great lady. I know she can pull it off. I know she can pull it off. I, I just want to know where she's going to get the drums from. Uh, that's right. my, my, my yeah. There are lots of books you
0: can find drums.
3: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of them. I know some people are reading some drums in their homes, so right today when Matilda arrives, they will come out. I think we can also work out a situation where we have a traditional dance that they invent. Wouldn't that be nice as a that tourist? Would think, mm-hmm. That would be very we, we,
4: interesting.
3: Yeah, we need to work on something. Like, okay, today our ZBT roundtable is around the nation, uh, things that are making news. Uh, before I get to my 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 point of what is making news in my in what I was looking at, uh, what do you have, Matiota? Give me one point and let's see what we can do with it.
4: <laughs>
0: well, mine is not so much making the news per se, but it's making thoughts.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Um,
0: it's one of those things that for those of us who are privileged to have two countries one we live oh. in and one we came from when you listen to the news whether we turn it on the radio on the internet tv or read it and you start scratching your head and say where are we going with this
2: you know yeah.
0: when you think about um Current events, or just economic situations, or just what the leaders are, country leaders are saying. You try to mm. think: Am I safe here? Am I good here? Or is it better if I go home? Or If I go home, can I make mm. it? Can I not? You know. So th- that's the what I'm thinking. You know, and a lot of other people are thinking like, okay, <laughs> um, is it better where I am, or is it better to go back? You know, kind of a thought.
5: Oh wow,
3: that's a good one.
0: Okay, I like I like
3: that that provocative uh, mindset and the thought pattern of looking at things and weighing the tones. How would you respond to that, uh, Kelvin? What should one uh, really be looking at, Kelvin, uh, on the issue that Matilda is raising? So,
1: sorry, I was uh, I was a little distracted. Uh, sorry, uh, like briefly, Matilda, what did, what did you say? Sorry.
0: Well, I kept it general, but let me be more specific. You know, I kept it general in the sense that, okay, we're here and we're also from there, <laughs> two different countries. And we look at, okay, the current situation, whether it's in, in-house, in your safe city, or it's the whole country at large. And you think of like, okay, is it time to pack up, to go? Or when you say, okay, let me go back home. And then you read what's going on and, uh Whatever we are hearing or reading, whether it's social or economic events, and you're like, mm-hmm. well, uh, is the country back home moving forward or backwards? What's going on with this somewhere? So it's like you're in, you're in a caught up in a thought like, am I better off here or there?
4: Right,
1: right. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a thorny issue. But mm-hmm. the way I operate, like uh, at uh, you know at a personal level, the way I operate is. Uh, if I'm making plans maybe to go back, right, I would go for maybe a month and assess the Mm. situation, right, because Mm -hmm. you have Mm. to know that uh, people have expectations in life, right, and there are those who have expectations but do not want to work to realize, uh, you know, their goals. There are those with expectations, and they are ready to work. They are ready to put in their energies uh, and make sure they set their base. I would Mm -hmm. not I, for one, would not uh, uh, be detracted from going back based on news reports or based on you know uh, some some verbal communication with someone uh, back home, because somebody's Number challenges are somebody's challenges are not my challenges. You see that, uh-huh. or somebody's. Uh, Uh, life expectations, oh, you know, the only way I will survive in this world is if I have uh, $10 million, uh, for instance. Well, guess what? Maybe $20,000 is enough for me, and I know how Mm -hmm. to, you know, develop that, you see? But in terms of assessment of whether, you know, I should go back or stay, you look at both environments, like, okay, I've been in the U.S. uh, like myself for, what, 17 years now. What is it that I have done? what is it uh, you know i can do you know more or better to get to where i want to be you have to realize that in life you can never get to point point c and be satisfied when you get to point c uh, mm-hmm. you want to get to uh, point f i remember when i just came uh, my first job was in subway and i was asking myself are you really serious like You have this education and uh, you're comfortable working in Subway, but guess what? I was not comfortable. I always looked forward to giving this country an opportunity. I always looked forward to getting their education and assimilating into the system, and I did those things, and I remember back then when I'm going to bed, I would ask myself, like, oh, my God, so what are you going to do if you get to that level? I was like, you know what? I'll be satisfied. I'm at that level, but I'm not satisfied because there's something more that I can do. <laughs> you
0: see yeah. that? So, so, but, <laughs> Kelvin, mm. and I understand, you know, one verbal report uh, it does not reflect the whole nation, but when you look at uh, complaints of ZESCO, uh electricity, we don't have until today. This, I, I, You know, I was sharing this thought with someone who Say, I, I remember back in the 80s, in the early, mid and uh, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, no, mid 80s, towards the late 80s. That is when we started experiencing some power outages. Those were not things that were frequent prior to. You know, but you would have like, okay, you have no power in the rain uh, season, that was expected, but for the rest of the year you had power. Unless something just happened, maybe a transformer blew You know, those would be the rare incidents. But we knew in December or during rain season, the rain would do something and it would cause a power outage. But now there's power outage every day. There's power outage to the point that even the power company does not have electricity. Those are the kind of things I'm talking about, you know. Uh, Economic uh, sustenance, it it differs. A person in the village, two, two people in the same village, one can complain of hunger. The other one can come, can say that our oh, well, we are we are fine we are eating well you know <laughs> so you that know, is not the point. It's you things know, that affect people.
6: Yeah. Have, mm-hmm. have,
1: have you have you have you asked yourself uh, how some people are successful? Some people are successful because they thrive in uh, in uh, 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 scarcity. They thrive mm. in uh, confusion. So if there's mm. no power. <laughs> If there's no, if uh, there's load shedding, guess what? What's the next best alternative? Ah, you know what? Before I go, I have uh, that house I've built. I'm going to put a generator. I don't want to be inconvenienced. Oh, you know what? Maybe the generator won't be enough. I'll put, uh, you know, one or two big solar panels. There's your problem solved. You don't have to wait on uh, ZESCO power, right? <laughs> so that's why I said. Well, that's why I talked about uh, expectations. You know what I'm saying? the the general expectation in the countries that uh, we'll have electricity through ZESCO. ZESCO is a failing company, for instance, right? Uh, maybe not by want, <laughs> not by choice, but because we failed to plan or comprehend the changing weather patterns. There's no rain to generate power and this and that, right? But uh, this is a world which has the uh, alternative sources of energy. So that right there gives you a solution to say guess what i'm not going to be part of this just nonsense i'm having my own uh, mm. power generator to back that up i'm going to have uh, my own solar panels you're good to go right interesting now,
3: yeah
1: it's interesting okay before
3: we go any further let's welcome dr pat dr pat machiboken <laughs>
0: i'm waiting
7: marcolini
0: marcolini why i am
3: kwai <laughs> hey, good mm-hmm. 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 my brother. We no mulishani naimwe.
7: Yes. Pastor Alan. A good, day. good morning. Good morning, good morning, family How are you doing
4: today?
7: I am fine, thank you. How's everybody?
3: Sunshine stead. How's the sunshine State.
7: <laughs> ah, it's hot. It's extremely <clears throat> hot.
3: Never, You
1: Nathan, it rains for 10 minutes <laughs> and you are back to the heat. <laughs> yes, Kelvin. <laughs> please, uh, please make sure Alan doesn't talk about uh, playing golf today. <laughs> because ours is cold, you know? it's gloomy, <laughs> it's going to rain. Please, I don't want to hear that, Alan. No, just the
4: beach. <laughs>
7: The, the beach is so hot to be out on the, coast, uh, so the beach.
4: Now,
1: now you're piercing my heart. Come on, <laughs> I, 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 can yes. <laughs> I can take the golfing part. Yes, I can take the uh, golfing part, but not the beach. Yes.
4: Just like
0: Bangweulu, but to uh, the I don't no. know which. <laughs>
3: There, there, there's nothing wrong with him playing golf. Let him relax, and you know it's uh, we are having a a little what. Uh. Okay, uh, I know, I know. Uh, Mathilda uh, raised the point here, Doctor Patrick and uh, Alan, and uh, she, she basically was trying to say weighing the the option or possibility of. Uh, she used the phrase, those of us who belong to two worlds or two countries, if you may want to put it that way. The, the option of staying here or the option of going there and <coughs> flying across the Atlantic back home. And uh, that's what you you found the discussion uh, um, Kelvin has ably articulated here and explained. Uh, I like the the argument of saying some people thrive on scarcity and uh, difficult situations and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what you you'd be how you would respond to that alan based on your, your recent travel and what you assessed there, would you stay here or you'd rather go there what what would make you make that move of deciding to stay or to go? We are not here yeah. or, uh-huh. <coughs>
0: you
3: know you know i've i'm,
7: I'm practically in the process of wrestling with that question. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, I'm like seriously wrestling with it right now because there's a you know here the man, one one advantage of being in the US for me is a I think the uh-huh. economic factor and education and then being exposed to another world. But quite all right, you've been exposed to another world. You you know you've got your education and then uh, but the opportunity to make a, to earn a, a living. Where I can sleep at night without uh, having to worry about the person I said, I'll bring your money on Tuesday, and I know I'm not going to give it to him. The other person who I told this thing is only $10 when, when it only costs $2 to make a living mm. in like businesses in Zambia. So you're constantly looking over your shoulder. You can't really sleep in perfect When I go to sleep here, I sleep like a baby because I know I have not or anyone, I have not over. Even when I undercharge
4: somebody <laughs> for my service,
7: I I'm going to make enough money. I, I've been able to send my uh, daughter to private school for the last uh, 14 years. You know what I'm saying? And I don't owe them anything. I've, I've been able to pay. Uh, you know, um, those things which, if I was in Zambia, I'll go back and ask myself okay, at my level of education, or if I had stayed and not come here, what quality of life would I have been able to provide for my uh, children and my wife and, and all these other things? because even if they suffering in the USA, sometimes is a little bit better. When you're talking about economics, it's better than poverty being poor in Zambia, economically, because I can make $20,000 a year and live, if it's in a one-bedroom apartment, live without having to borrow from anyone, without having to talk to anyone, to go and ask for money and things like that. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, the relationships that we form back home, just watching my brother's, Watching my cousins, watching the people there, I began to seriously ask: Is it worth giving this up for the quality of life that I'm living out, out there? You know, uh, and right now the the distinguishing factor for me has been okay, my children. If it was just me, and I'm able to go back and make two thousand dollars a month, I would rather be in Zambia. In just a three thousand dollars a month, I would rather be in Zambia. So now the question becomes, okay, let's say I can make $20,000 a month. Am I then saying it is, I can take my children home and I'll give them the quality of life that I would like them to have and the exposure that I would like them to have? That's a different question. But we, we So we find ourselves in a situation where I've given up on, because in Zambia, I don't have to be a, a billionaire to be considered and treated like a human being that's worth something. You know what I'm saying? The value that people put, not just on me, because I'm from America, it might be different, but I watched how people speak, spoke about my brothers, spoke to them, how they treated them. All those other things that, that we miss out on, the relationships. Here, we are practically family. With you know how my 10 cousins down the line, they recognize each other. For me, my kids don't even know who my own brother's children are. It's what I'm saying? So so there's a lot mm-hmm. that you give up. So there's, there's a tug of war in my heart, really. And then when it comes to governance and things like that, people are doing things, but the question becomes, okay, so what's your contribution to making things correct, to correcting the situation? You know, all okay. these questions are, are, are... Currently, I'm wrestling, really, so I, I can't give a definitive answer.
3: Mm. Interesting. Dr. Pat, what would be your input on this
5: i think um I think whenever you ask this question uh, mm-hmm. to anyone, uh, whether it be domestic or global or the diaspora, you should preface it with with all things being equal. Yes, if yes. all things were being equal, we would prefer to live in Zambia as opposed to the United States. We would prefer to live in uh, Ghana or Angola or any of our beautiful countries in Africa, if all things are equal. But being that they're not, and this also holds true for the Latin Americans that are moving from Guatemala, El Salvador, moving up into Mexico and into the United States if all things were equal they would not be migrating towards the united states and that's why many of the global citizens and the diaspora seek dual citizenship they want to have the benefit of the beauty and the the wealth of one Country where you don't have that much or equal status in another country, so you so you initially get the the beauty of uh, taking Zambia for example, you take the beauty of Zambia, but you take the wealth of the United States when it comes to dual citizenship, and that you go. for many of those who who seek dual citizenship. Uh, another thing, um, uh, my brother on the previous caller mentioned that has a profound impact on whether or not you go to live permanently or you stay in the United States, are the children. The children being born and raised in the Americas or in the United States or Canada, they've grown accustomed to this type of milieu. And if you were to move, move them to, say, Zambia, it's a culture shock. So Absolutely. you have to consider those 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 differences. But again, going back yes. to my initial point, all things being equal, much rather prefer to live in Zambia because you, you you can't compare with the the beauty and the environment in in a country Absolutely. like Zambia. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Okay,
3: that's interesting. Everybody that's listening, we are. Uh, uh, sharing some thoughts here about uh, a question that uh, Matilda raised on the, uh, the, con- the the wrestling of whether here or there and whatever initiative. Okay, that was just one point. Oh my goodness, it has uh, it has uh, taken quite some time, and we'll, we've learned some quite some thoughts over there. And uh, what is happening here? Uh, let's say hello to Uncle Daniel. Hello, yeah, Mama Shubuken.
6: Good morning, uh, Mr. Nkama. How's everyone? And good morning, everyone. on uh, Zambia Good morning,
3: good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, what, what would be some thoughts of some other things that are, are making headlines here? Uh, Matilda gave us that one, one issue that she's contending with. Uh, Kelvin, something that is... Uh, Rumbling in your heart, in your mind, about some things that have happened recently. It can be anything, anywhere.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the the escalating tensions uh, between the U.S. and Iran. Uh, mm. Iran shot down uh, a spy drone, a U.S. Uh, spy drone, uh, and the reaction from uh, D.J.T. was apparently he had ordered uh, combat, military combat, uh, mm-hmm. but unforeseen reason he rescinded his decision so i mean it just tells you how fragile uh world politics is and you know what bothers me so much is that uh, i don't know where politicians have gotten this power to make such decisions you know on behalf of uh you know uh uh, uh the people their citizens per se you know because if the majority of the world citizens had their choice There'd be mm. no wars. There'd be no wars. you see that? So it, it just saddens me, I, and I, I can't find an answer to this. I always question myself, like, why do these guys see it prudent? You know what I'm saying? To go to war, to, to stack up on uh, military equipment, you know, uh, weapons and things like that. The only answer mm. I have is like, uh, it's it's a monetary benefit. That's all it is. We are so greedy in life in the world that we want to own everything that other countries cannot own. You see that? It's a fight mm. for control of resources. But guess what? Level-headedness would still benefit all of us to say, okay, you guys have uh, uranium. We don't. Uh, mm. We have, uh, we have uh, maize, for instance. You don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, you buy our maize, we buy your uranium. You know, things like that. I think we can still live in peace in the world, without such acrimony. It's really, really disturbing. Yeah, you know, uh, Kelvin, what you have said, do you remember
3: when we started the show, I was talking about the things that we learned in geography. Uh, When you make that point of saying that uh, you guys have got this, we don't have that. Do you remember that historically we learned that that's how trade started, what we, before there was money, any, any, any currency, any use of currency amongst humanity, there was what they called the butter system. You all remember that they used. There was exchange, exchange yes, of yes. goods for goods. For for example, if Doctor Patrick had, uh, you know, some uh, had uh, something that I didn't have and I needed it, and I had something that he needed that he didn't, we would exchange. That's the way, you right. know, the world used to be uh, historically. That's what we learn from history. Great point. Right. Um, Kelvin, And the other thing I was looking at is that, uh, Dr. Pat, shouldn't we, in spite of our positions and our political views about uh, DOJ, uh, uh, I mean, uh, what DJ was, uh, he, he, he restrained himself from a, a striking back because presumably about 150 people would have died. Yeah, uh, and he says it doesn't correlate with a drone being shot down and striking a place where people will die. Should we give? Shouldn't we give him credit for that? Being having a human face.
5: Yes, yes, you should give him credit for it because we did not go to war. Anytime you go to war, it's devastating, and, and if we can avoid it, anytime we can avoid it. Regardless of the reasons, we should give props to him. Mm. We should also think about him getting a call in the wee night from an individual with the last name of Putin uh, that mm-hmm. stated that told him it would not be a good idea to engage Iran because the the collateral damages that will occur in the Middle mm. East would impact severely on Russia. As it will on the entire Middle East, uh, there will be no winners if and a war would break out between the United States and the Iran, and there'll be more than a hundred thousand deaths. There'll be going yeah. into the millions from each of the countries in that region, including us. I think one way we can reduce or minimize the uh, the, uh, the war hawks is to legislate into law that the congressionals, uh, the president, mm-hmm. and the, the megacorporation um, chieftains, all of their relatives must be enlisted in the military and engaged in the war. So therefore, the Trump's offspring should be militarized as well as um O'Connell's children, as well as every war hawk, should be notarized mm. and they should be recruited to engage in war. Uh, if that was the case, I think there'd be a a rare uh reduction of of um war horns being shouted. So they hunts, know that yeah. their children and offsprings would have to go to war.
4: Mm.
3: Interesting.
5: Some thoughts, uh,
3: Matilda, before we move to something else.
0: No, I uh, I didn't want to uh, lag on the conversation because the time is going quickly. So I'll let you go on to the next point.
7: Okay,
3: okay, all right. Let's 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 uh, let's allow Alan to give you something that is on his heart and what has been uh, uh, he's been pondering on. We have some time here. I think we can do like one or two more. Uh, uh but I'm about to we'll also get ready for something that we can discuss. Alan, what's been on your heart? Well,
7: uh, really, it's um, the my personal. It's my contribution to to, to life in Zambia. To really move from how do I move from just being a critic
3: to actually mm.
7: doing something about it. You know, I may not be able to do something about stuff on a large scale. Uh like say, for instance, what I saw with some of the people that I visited, unfortunately, I didn't get to visit too many of my own family relatives. I was just preaching the whole time. But let's you say... Are,
3: I, I know you, are, you are must be in big trouble for that.
7: <laughs> I'm in big trouble. I'm in so much trouble, it's not even funny. <laughs> but let's say we're successful, <laughs> right? There's power outages,
1: alternative yes. sources. When
7: Zip uh, Kelvin said that some people thrive in adversity... Guess who is thriving a lot and making a lot of money? It's people mm. who sell charcoal. Oh. Now it's people who sell charcoal because if there's no power half the time, what are you using? Uh even at my uh, my uncle's General Sakala's house where I was, there was they still had the Amalasha because at a certain point mm. the power fails, you cook using and then some of them it is for cost uh reasons. You know, electricity now, they have the cards where they you put in. If it runs out, you're done. So all those things. So if you're an entrepreneur, or if I was to go back, or if I was to make a meaningful contribution to a community, what if I could empower somebody? even Because what to start with is very minimal. So things like that, that you can scale and build up, you know, um, to make meaningful contribution to Zambian society, mm-hmm. and not just be a critic. I, I haven't found the answers yet. Because everything that you can come up with is going to be pros and cons. So I'm wrestling with with mm. that, you know, and trying to channel how do we meaningfully contribute instead of just being an
3: armchair critic. Mm. You, you yeah. see, it's in interesting, everybody, like we are saying that in, this, uh, in the year, this 2019, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary. There is one phrase that we have always run with here, uh, I wish my friend was here to, to say something on this, but he's, he's running late. You know, talks. you can't tell what the weather is like, Kelvin. It could be snowing when we are talking about the solar solstice and all that. Um, the, what you have said, uh, Alan, about really you may not be able to solve the, uh, what do you call it, the power outages and things to do with Zesco, but we've always had a phrase here, you all remember this, in our own small way. So in your own small way, Alan, you can make a contribution. You can help um, uplift, upgrade, or alleviate somebody's life, or in a in a certain way.
4: Yeah. There
3: are many projects and many things that we have done on this show, and uh, contributing to. Uh, I don't know whether you you all can remember this. When we did the uh, what eleven is what quintuplets, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who gave birth to some of those kids. We contributed, put money together. And there are many other things that I can list here. So I think the yeah. issue is that, and what we have also done, uh, I am about to say where well, you also be able to remember this, we've always encouraged people, Dr. Patrick, uh, from, the got go, from the get-go here in 2009 when we started this, is to say, identify something. Like Alana, just identify something. It could be the school you attended. It could be the hospital in the community, your hometown where you grew up. It could be anything. It could be the playground in your town that you grew up as falling to pieces or apart. Uh, As long as the, the playground has not, the plot has not been demarcated and given away for houses to be built on it. It could be anything. Just identify something from your community and decide to do something about it. You don't now, have need to be, to have shares in the Kafue Gorge. Uh, well, there's <clears throat> even General Electric GEC to build that gorge. Uh, that's another story for another day. So the point here is that just identify something that is close to your heart and do something about it. Is, is it okay? Anybody wanna say something about that?
1: Uh, Yeah, when when it's done by a corporation, it's called uh, corporate social responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, we also we also must have, uh, you know, citizen social responsibility, like you said, uh, pick a school. You don't have to, you know, make a contribution to, 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 you know, to upgrade the whole school. Pick your old classroom. Donate paint. You You see that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. donate paint, uh, you know, offer to buy uh, books or pencils or, you know, erasers, uh, pencil sharpeners. It's the little things that build up. Do you know, you know in life, uh, in life there are three kinds of people. Those uh, who watch things happen, those who wonder what happened, and those who make things happen. So, you, you, For you who makes things happen, you're going to encourage those who wonder what happened and those who watch mm. things happen, you, you turn them into, you know, action-oriented uh, individuals. You see that? Because there are people with ideas, but they are skeptical or they don't know how to go about it. But when you get in there and you do it, they, will, they pluck a leaf from you. All of a sudden, uh, every other former student of the school who wants to donate uh, paint, um, uh, I'll give, a, I'll give a, a, a life example. If Do you know, Nathan, like right where you are, you can challenge uh-huh. yourself to say, I'm going to build a $2 million mansion. That's the start, right? Guess uh-huh. what? When you look at your finances, you don't have that $2 million. But the determining factor is one, discipline, Two, timeline. Over what timeline do you want to build that $2 million mansion? Is it within a year? It's not feasible because you don't have that money. Is it over 25, 30 years? Possibly, yes. So the, at the end of the day, you can build that two, $2 million mansion. But most of us will look at that $2 million bill and say, ah, this is beyond me. I'm not going to do it. Why? Because we, we seek instant uh, you know, uh, gratification. You see that? If we attach a timeline to anything, we can definitely, definitely do it. And it speaks to Mm -hmm. what I say about uh, development, like especially in Africa. Development is not a five-year process Uh, like they make us believe. We'll develop this. We'll develop that. No, you won't. Uh, Development is not just uh, infrastructure. Development Mm -hmm. is a change of mindset. Development is in the mind as well. You see that? Right. So as you seek as you seek to develop a nation, you have to develop the mindset of your citizens. Thanks. Right. Mm, and just
4: respond to
0: point what um Kelvin has just said, you know, he started off talking about corporate social responsibility. It is there in Zambia. Uh when we were coming up, we didn't see much of it. It wasn't talked about. Not that it wasn't a, not that it didn't exist, it just we didn't just see it. And I'll give an example where when I first realized that, hey, I can give back to my country, I remember reaching back to my school. This has been, wait, like 16 years ago, maybe 15 years Mm -hmm. ago. And just to say, okay, we can buy a printer, a a a color copy um, printing uh, machine. Just to get that for people to understand, it took a long time because they would automatically see the cost and see, okay, how are we going to ship it? And before you can discuss things, people were seeing the negative before they can see the positive. But we have moved uh, so far from that. Now we've moved along where we are much better in our thinking process. But every now and then, I think there's a... A thinking process we need to change at home where we don't immediately see the negative we should try to find a solution even though that there is a definite negative let's look for a solution before we pump the brakes and say hey but this thing is going to cost a billion dollars how can we get there but if we say okay there Billion people out, let's all put a dollar each. Mm. One person will eventually get to that billion. You know, things like that where you're thinking of a solution rather than, oh, we can't do it because it costs so much or it can't be done because this and that and that. So we are changing our mindset and we have to push ourselves, push our family members, our friends to start thinking differently. Even us who are in the diaspora, not everyone has changed their mindset. We are still, <laughs> you know, a little bit chan-chan, you think, but we have
4: we are to encourage
3: that. We are still unique cadres.
0: <laughs> Sana. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
3: and you see, here is the thing about uh, uh, that aspect or point of, of having a negative mentality or a negative mindset. And <clears throat> excuse me. what What we need to tell ourselves is that not anything or everything in the West is X. Is not everything from the West is better than where you come from or where I come from? Because I'll give you very two simple practical examples here. It it probably will take you. I mean, you've been to the emergency room. You're not going to be attended to in 10-15 minutes. It takes as much time as I, it does at UTH. You've been to the driving license office. You all hear what I'm talking about? I, I, you see, you know, those are examples of things that we we tend to overlook or don't pay attention to. Okay, not everything. Don't, don't look at it. I am, I'm glad you raised that point of uh, negativity, uh, Matilda. It's important for us to get over that and to to realize that we should not have that mindset that you know, everything is is horrible or whichever way you want to look at it. Okay. Uh, We have uh, like 10 minutes here. And there is one point, as we conclude here, uh, because one of the components to our, uh, what do you call it, one of our components to our uh, anniversary in September is going to be, uh, what do you call it, the component of tourism. Now, when I'm looking at tourism, from my point of view, I'm not looking at the national parks, the wild animals, and all those things. I'm looking at tourism from the point of view of, from the point of view of saying that, like Dr. Again, I'm going back historically. Okay, this is something that Dr. Patrick has always said to us. Zambia will only be promoted by Zambians. All right, I'm sure we all agree on that. We do not expect a Zimbabwean to promote Zambia and say, "Oh, you guys need to go to Zambia and all that." My country is rotten, blah, 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 that's not going to happen. So Zambia will be promoted by Zambians, okay? We need to keep that in mind. It's very, very important. It's very, very important as we do that. And as we go, uh, looking, approaching this issue of Zambia will be promoted by Zambians. What are some of the important factors that we need to bear in mind, Uncle uh, Daniel? What Zambia will only be promoted
6: by Zambia? Uh,
3: th-
6: thank you, Mr. Ankama. Um, I agree and disagree at the same time. You know uh, mm-hmm. what? Uh, but uh, the only thing Zambia needs to, to to do is create an environment uh, where the where. All the people in the diaspora, they can go back and thrive, you know, and make businesses without any interfering from the uh, from the government and uh, you know uh, that corruption uh, payments. Uh, just like you have mentioned yourself about uh, when you go to uh, a government office, um, it will take you, you know sometimes for them to attend to you you know the, the Zambians yes i mean it can only developed by Zambian but we have to create an environment where other people can come to and uh and uh and and help us to develop that, that nation uh i think we all are aware of uh, the young men that was doing a lot of things here in america uh uh he and musk that guy was born in South Africa. But look where he came on to make himself uh, 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 bring out his uh, his uh, talents or his uh, vision or his uh, uh, inter- entrepreneurship. He had to come here to America. If he, if he decided to come to Zambia, I don't think, uh, because America the American, they decided, you know, they want to be prosperous and uh they create an environment uh where they can even uh, let uh uh they, foreigners can play a lottery, you know for visa to come to this country and uh welcome other people from the uh from different uh, worlds and um yeah yeah ma. You let me yes. just cut you short.
3: You you said you've you've said it well to say you know, but there's only one challenge. Okay, I appreciate you saying you agree and you disagree with me. Um, this that's the point that I'm trying to make to say, like Matthew said about us uh, not being negative. It's interesting that we are talking about this. You'll be amazed. Uh, this is the beauty of uh, what you call it online things. Uh, Kelvin and everybody. Uh somebody just sent me pictures of a wedding uh on the beach of San, on the beaches of Sanfia. Uh okay. Mm. Uh mm. and Sanfia is what, like i'm is... That's where
4: I'm
0: it's from Lake
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> That's where my in father's another... people are right now basking in the sun.
4: <laughs>
3: okay. So somebody, as we are talking, Dr. Patrick, somebody is listening to this conversation we're having here, and they just sent me pictures of a wedding that was just held on the beaches of Lake Bangweulu in Sancia yes. District, Lua Province. Okay? Uh-huh. And you see, so things like that, Uncle Daniel, things like that are... So, let me, let me put it this way. This is the point I'm trying to make here. As we switch and we're concluding this discussion, you know there, there are some people out there, I don't want to mention names here, Matilda will bear me witness to this. I've had this conversation with Matilda. There are some people right now who don't want to come to the U.S. because, like we said at the beginning, because of the news, the information they are getting about the way things are going with the current mm-hmm. president. Okay. Now, does that mean that the whole US has fallen apart, like you are saying, mm-hmm. With we know the corruption stuff going on in Zambia and all that. Instead of buying medicine, instead of paying school fees, you go and decide and make a payment on a Mercedes Benz. You know the point I'm trying to make here: the issues going mm-hmm. on in the country, and you go and buy a plane. It's the it, There is no perfect place or country in the world. It's like it's amazing mm-hmm. that. In spite of all the political tensions that were going on in the Middle East, believe it or not, the tourism was still thriving in Egypt and all those places and all that stuff. So I I, I think the best thing that we could do is to try and dwell on things that will help enhance move. Because you see, this is the other issue that people home have with us. They think we're all just about beating the negative drop. You know what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say? I'll share with you all these pictures that somebody has sent to me. About you wouldn't think this is in some the pictures that this person has sent to me. You would definitely conclude and say it's probably in Florida or Dubai or some place like that. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: Nathan, I I just want to say something. Hopefully within less than a minute, I hmm. was sharing with my family this morning. I showed them a picture of and what they would call here an organic toothbrush in Zambia mm-hmm. or in my mother would call it umswaki, okay? I'm here in the U.S., <laughs> and I'm showing them I have one of these. I got it from a West African store because I remember my grandmother didn't have any dental problems. Those of us who have moved from that to toothbrush, you have all kinds of things using teeth, bleeding gums, blah, 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 blah. You can find... Organic toothbrush, as they call it in Walmart, for $13, 7 to $13. What am I trying to say is we need to embrace what we have in our countries, improve on them, and um, advertise them, and promote them, you know, while we're talking about upselling our countries. We need to know mm-hmm. what we have ourselves. and not trying to turn our country into a Western world. Yes, there are things that are Western world we need, but we also need to say, we also have this. This is unique in Zambia. This can only be found in Zambia or in Africa. Mm.
3: Excellent, okay. Um, any final comment from anybody before we we continue? You know at our as we are winding up here, I remember one time, uh, not very long ago, Roger did uh, a promo on uh, uh, the diverse foodstuffs that we have. As a way, as a as a as a way of promoting tourism. This is what we did, Doctor Patrick. Um, our youngest daughter, when she graduated from high school, part of the menu on her birthday, or not birthday, on a graduation party, uh, Kelvin. She wanted us to include a lot of Zambian dishes. And what we did is, um, we we have a Zambian friend here. She's she's gonna do some. Those of you who would like to order your your Zambian dishes when you come to the Dallas event, you should be able to do that. You have to make an order in advance. So she included, we did Chikanda, stuff like that, and our non-Zambian friends, when they ate that food, they were like, this is very unique. Where did this come from? You see what I'm trying to say? Uh, Mm -hmm. You you, you, you all get the point I'm trying to make. Uh, I could have said can you imagine me responding to that person and saying, "Oh, it's 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 our home dish. It's our it's our it's our it's our dish from our corrupt country."
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you see the point I'm making? <laughs> <laughs> I could, all I did, all, that will always be there. But the thing is that I need to be proud of what my country is able to offer. Coming up is open forum, education and other things. Uh, let's join Roger and the team. Everybody, thank you for calling in, and we continue our discussion here.
2: Mm. Like gimme oh. mm. Now you the my shoulder